Hey everybody, welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. This is the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity therein. My name is Randy, I am your host on this journey, and we're going on alone this week, but that's okay, we've got a great episode for you still. But of course, before we get into all that, i got to let you know that Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com for all the latest and greatest geeky content and media. Of course, you can find us online, you can find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, both at Geek World Order, and of course, the Facebook pages, you can look up Geek World Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Follow, subscribe, like all those pages, uh, interact with our posts, you know, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, all that good stuff. And of course, we're on all the major podcast providers. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon Podcasts, all of it. Check us out, subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and just please help this podcast spread and grow. Oh man, and today, today we hear the magic, hear the roar. Yes, folks, once again, Thundercats are loose here on the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. So we're taking a look at an episode. So this episode is entitled Pumra. And yes, I have many questions when we get to a, sort of the reveal here. But first, we start out at the Cat's Lair. Of course, our Thundercats home base, which is a building shaped like a giant cat even has a moving head at the top of it where their command center lies. So yeah, gotta have that animal theme. But it's on the good guy's side. Because, you know, because, you know, that all worked out for Cobra Commander and his snake theme obsession. But anyway, we've got Panthro and Tigra. They're in the uh, cat's lair. They're doing some scans. Because they've done some work to the uh, cat's lair, uh, they've turned the eyes of the uh, of their fortress into these powerful telescopes, and they're sur- scanning these surrounding areas. And it's some pretty routine scans, but they seem to notice something near one of the volcanoes. They mo- notice something moving very fast. Well, and it just happens to be Chitara. She's out from her uh, usual morning run. And Tigra knows that he's got her at a pace for about a 30-second mile. Yeah, so that's how fast uh, Chitara can run. She can cover a mile in 30 seconds. So this appears... So everything appears normal. But they do seem to see some uh, seismic activity from the volcano. So they decide they're going to check out the... Uh, they're going to go check out the volcano. Going to scope out the area... So they head to the Thunder Tank and head on out. But uh, in that area, Chitara suddenly collapses. Or does she? It seems very odd that she's just randomly collapsing out of nowhere. Oh, there we go. We see a couple of the uh, Mumra's mutant army, uh, Jackalman and Monkeyan. They quickly take up her unconscious body and just carry her away on a stretcher. Well, wonder what's going to happen here, folks. So, Tigra and Panthro make it into the area. 
well, they don't see Chitara. And they're like, eh, she's moving pretty fast. So she's probably long gone out of the area. So like, all right. Well, we checked everything out. Everything looks good here. All right, let's head on back to base. Because, uh, lion has a reservation with the Thunder Tank later that afternoon. And we cut back to the cat's lair. Lion-O is outside with Wily Kit and Wily Cat. And they're kind of waiting. But they're waiting for Chitara. It's a little odd because she's not usually late. This is very odd. But we're going to find out what happens here, folks. Because as we give this uh, situation here, you're going to give her a few more minutes before things get a little odd. And they go looking for her, but we cut to the evil, evil lair of... Oh, it's Mamra's lair. So yes, we learned that the mutants capturing Chitara was indeed part of a master plan from Mamra. And so he goes, he's kind of walking around her. He's just like, sleep, Thunderian. Sleep. I mean, you know, Mumra's being all kind of creepy here, folks, but he goes into his chambers. He calls upon the power of the evil spirits to transform him into Mumra, the ever-living. And once he has assumed the form of the ever-living Mumra, his muscled-up form, he makes another transformation. This time, into a very familiar-looking form. This form appears to be Thundarian. See, so yes, he assumes the form of what he calls himself Pumra, a Puma-based cat Thundarian. Yeah, Mumra calls himself Pumra. Did he think this through at all? Seriously, did he think this through at all? Because I got questions about this, and we will get to those questions very shortly here. But this appearance of uh, Pumra, he's very muscular looking, kind of looks like a cat, a muscly cat Jesus with an eye patch. He's got, like, the robe and everything. So, he sets his plan into motion. Chitara comes and they set her out near where she fell originally. And she awakens to find uh, Boomra there. And he's providing her with some water and helping her wake up. He's like, hmm, yes, I saw some pe- I heard some people talking. And they attacked you, or slide, or smithe, or something like that. So Chitara knows it was definitely the mutants. But, uh, of course, he introduces himself as Pumra, and he tells a story about how he, too, was a survivor of Thundera. And, well, he's gone. His crew was killed. He was stranded. His vessel left adrift. 
until it was pulled in by the gravity of this planet. Third Earth. Which I also have questions about Third Earth. So, like, is this, like, a third iteration of Earth? Or is it, like, a third planet called Earth? Or has, you know, is this even our Earth? There are some other references that make me go, wait a minute. It's like, are we dealing like this weird dystopian, like, future events that look like uh, more like a long time ago? So, I definitely got some questions about this, folks. And I'm not getting the answers here. So, Third Earth, or is this just some weird system called Earth, and it just happens to be the third planet? Even though our planet is the third one in our system as well? But yeah, we'll get to that. So, we head back to the cat's lair, and Chitara introduces Pumrao to the other Thundercats. And so, once again, so, Mumra didn't think this name Pumra through. Yet, nobody, nobody at this table, this meeting, questions at all. No one goes, Pumra. That sounds like Mumra. So, really, nobody is questioning this at all. At all. I am genuinely astounded that these characters are just complete morons. And chief among those morons is Lion-O, because he's uber, uber excited to make Pumra a Thundercat. He wants to take them in, but he's like, but Panthro and Tigra at least are a little more reasonable. They're like, mm, simmer down, Lionel, simmer down, simmer down. Might want to think this through a little bit more. Let's be a little more cautious. It's even Snarf is suspicious. He's, Snarf, I don't know, I don't trust him. Okay, Snarf, you're an annoying piece of garbage but at least you have a functioning brain cell so okay we decide all right we're gonna we're gonna reconvene an hour we're gonna hold a council meeting so Pumara goes his way he's shown a place he can sleep for the night and then he gets on a radio and he contacts the mutants who are a little skeptical, but they're mostly in on this plan. He's like, I don't, they're like, are you sure you want to do this? And he basically tells them off. He's like, listen, I just need y'all to be ready at high noon tomorrow when this plan really gets into motion. Oh, evil plan, you say? Ah, of course. So we reconvene at the Thundercats Council of Elders where this meeting is being led by Tigra. Um, so this is a very early episode of the Thundercat series. So we learn in these uh, council reason in these council meetings, Lionel is not the one who leads the council. It is Tigra, and Tigra has been pa- appointed head of the council by the late great Jaga. So of course they're 
debating back and forth. Lionel's like, oh, I've heard enough. Let's make him a Thundercat. Let's make him one of us. So, we get Magic Force Ghost Jaga from the dead. He appears and he's like, um, yeah, Lionel, I mean, you should not be so hasty here, man. Listen, once again, simmer down, Lionel. You're making these decisions just a little hasty here. Why don't you think things through? And then he just, you know, as he gives his uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi-like advice, he vanishes. So like, all right, yeah, maybe we should think this through a little more. What say you, Tigra? You're like, you know what? Why don't we give this guy a week? Let's let him hang around, see how he handles things, and then we'll decide after a week. No, it's like, all right, cool. Sounds great. So, of course, as soon as this happens, we cut to a scene. It's dark. So, of course, Boomerah is putting his plan into motion. First, he makes his way into the main lair of the cat's lair, the command center. And he begins to rip apart all the consoles. He just lifts them open, tears some wires out, just closet things. And then he guns, goes down to the area where the thunder tank is held and proceeds to do the same thing. He just starts ripping controls out of the thunder tank. And then he's on a quest. He begins searching the halls because he's looking for the Sword of Omens. And he goes through a few chambers. He finds one chamber with a whole bunch of guns. Like hand weapons, handguns, rifles. I'm like, I don't remember the Thundercats using any form of handheld gun. Like The only time I remember them using guns is like the lasers on the Thunder Tank. Like, normally they stick to their melee combat weapons and their cat-like abilities. So this is weird. I'm like, uh, what the heck is going on here? So yeah, I'm not sure this is referenced ever again in the series. Well, I mean, I don't remember. Like, I don't even remember seeing guns at any point. Like, this is how long I've seen this show, but... That was definitely a little jarring to go, wait a minute, where they got all these guns from and they just don't use them. Anyway, so we continue on and Pumara has found a locked door. So here's some one of those things where it makes me kind of question the timeline of events here. Because he recognizes the locking device used on this door. It's an ancient Egyptian tomb-locking device that only recognized by those who have been around it. And Mumra states that he's been around for a thousand years. So he recognizes this magic. So, of course, he knows how to undo it. See, as he, he does the magic thing, he opens the door... 
And there it is. He turns to stone, and there is the Sword of Omens, the Claw Shield. He goes to grab it, but the eye, the eye of Thundera, seems to be a little, seems to be reacting to him. Interesting. Make note of that, folks, because we are... This is going to come back later in the episode. So he takes a he basically takes a rag and covers the eye. He grabs the sword, he grabs the, she- the claw, and he's out there. So we cut to the next morning. Thundercats have reconvened their council. They've brought Pumra in. And they say, you know what? Here's our decision. We're going to let you stick around for a few days and see how things go. He's like, all right, that sounds good to me. So we quickly scatter about as the uh, uh, as our heroes, uh, La- er, Tigra, Panthro, Chitara. They get in the Thunder Tank because they need to head off to the fields to refuel and stock up on Thundrillium. Yes, our made-up element of the week here because they need fuel. Lionel and Snarf are left to f- safeguard the castle. Well... This turns into laziness real quick. Lionel's bored, so he's playing games. And he's literally got Snarf just standing there with his tail in the air. And he's just playing ring toss with Snarf's tail. Oh, jeez. So, he gets bored. He's like, you know what? Hey, Snarf, let's, let's go up to the... To the to the main lair. Let's go check. Use the cat size and see what everyone's up to. But yes, well, and here's where things start to fall apart. They go to scan the area and they go, "Wait, nothing's working here. We can't see." Hmm. All right, we might need to head over to the Thunder Tank and uh, head on out and check on our friends. Well, what do you know? The Thunder Tank is disabled. My oh my, things have gotten uh, a little out of hand here, folks, hasn't it? Well, at this time, Bumra strikes. He gets into the command center. He uses the cat's eyes to send a, a nice coded signal to the mutants who are standing just enough to be out of whatever scanning range of this fortress they have. But they know it's time to start their assault. So the mutants, they give that evil. (laughs) Oh, that evil maniacal laughter. And of course, folks, y'all know what that means, right? When we have that evil plan coming together, the villains are laughing. It's very maniacal, very evil. And of course, if we uh, dial up our old uh, trusty machine of our database of TV tropes, we'll know once we're at that point, it's time for a commercial break because we can't have a resolution right away. We've got to make the people suffer. We got to make sure they know. We got to keep them on the edge of their seats. We got to have a reason for them to stick around for the show. But we're going to let the tension build. Because it's commercial time. And we'll be back in just a moment, folks. 
If there's one thing you want to do, it's watch the telephone auction shopping program. America's number one auction and bargain event. It's chock full of bargains, surprises, and downright home-style fun, making the telephone auction the largest home shopping show in the United States. And we want you to be a part of it. Check your local listings for the telephone auction shopping program. The telephone auction airs Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. on KBHK TV 44. Goodbye, Tootsie. My love for you goes on and on. Goodbye, Tootsie. I'm gonna miss you, honey, when you're gone. At the rate everybody loves to chew Tootsie Rolls, it's a good thing they're a goodbye. On average, these Tootsie Rolls cost 28% less per pound than other leading snack-sized chocolatey candies. Goodbye, Tootsie. I'm gonna miss you, honey, when you're gone. With my schedule, every minute counts. But at the department store, it took 20 minutes before a salesman could show me a mattress. And he was from the electronics department. What I needed was a mattress salesman from the mattress department. What I needed was ortho. Ortho means value, not just in our low prices, but in no-cost extras like the ortho pack, yours with any queen or king-size mattress set. Ortho, they're the greatest. Ortho, a great mattress at a great price. On the next Facts of Life... Gideon and I have a kind of love-hate relationship. I love journalism, and he hates me. <laughs> Look, I spend a lot of time too hey, much... Joe, time doesn't count. Find another story. Joe's mad because he made her look stupid in front of the whole class. He should have done that in private. On the next Facts of Life at 6.30 on TV 44. Cats across America have depended on one of the leading cat litters, Johnny Cat, the premium cat litter. Johnny Cat eliminates odors on contact. Your cat depends on you, and you depend on Johnny Cat. So when Mother Nature calls, Johnny Cat and a little privacy is all any cat needs. Saturday at 5, Scotty is accused of murder on a pleasure planet. I remember starting to turn... I don't remember another thing. Scotty, you've got to remember. He's dead, Jeff. Stabbed. A dozen times. He who is guilty will face the ancient penalties. Barbaric and horrible though they may be. Death by slow torture. Star Trek, Saturday at 5 on TV 44. It is not visible to the naked eye. Many pretend it doesn't exist. But plaque is there. And Listerine fights it like it fights bad breath. Listerine reduces plaque by up to 50% over brushing alone for better oral hygiene. All right, and we are back. And so, of course, the evil attack begins as Lionel and Pumra begin to face off. Pumra begins to attempt to attack Lionel but, and use the Sword of Omens. But seems to be a little bit of a problem. The sword doesn't want to re respond to him. Which makes sense. Because <coughs> basically, we learn that, of course, the uh, it comes out again. The sword is like, oh, here we go. We can't use it. It's not you. It can't be used for evil purposes. Ah, yes. 
So yeah, we get our Force Ghost Jaga appearing again to give us that uh, ex yeah that uh, exposition of yes. The Sword of Omens is like the Matrix of Leadership from the Transformers. It cannot be wielded by an evil individual for evil purposes. And, well, it creates some lightning and some thunder. And and the other Thundercats see that while they're out in the field. And they're like, hmm, this is not right at all. So they're like, yeah, we're probably needed back at, at, at the lair. Yeah. So, the lightning falls, the thunder roars, and the lightning strikes Pumra, and the sword and the shield are knocked out of his hands. And Lino and Snarf give a nice one-two combination. Snarf whips his tail around Pumra's uh, ankle to pull him on, and it's just enough of a distraction that Lino is able to grab the items. So, of course... He's powered up. And of course the mutants show up. And they've got the Thunder Tank magically working again. Like they literally ripped the controls out of the Thunder Tank. But now these idiots have somehow fixed it. And are able to use the guns on it. Sure. Yeah no I'm not believing that these morons were able to get the Thunder Tank functional enough. To, to mount an assault on the cat's lair. Yeah, I'm not suspending my disbelief for that one. I can't do it. But they continue. But Lion-O is ready. And of course, he has the sword. He has the shield. And this time, the sword is actually doing the things it's supposed to do. Because, of course, Lion-O has to yell, Thunder! 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 Thundercats! Oh! Of course, hitting that lovely note on Oh! Doing his best Jim Duggan impression. Uh, but yeah, so they see the, uh, the Thundercats stumble in the air and they're like, okay, yeah, no, we definitely need to get there this time. But at this point, the music kicks into high gear. The theme song is being used as our battle music. And of course, it's fight time. So, Lionel makes it in. He chops the uh, barrels off the lasers. And just as quickly, the other Thundercats come in. And, uh, yeah, the mutants basically at this point are definitely defeated. They are crapping their pants. They are peeing themselves. They are running away because they're like, eh, no, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. So, they flee for their lives. Pumra is left alone, but he's up at the top of the stairs. He just dramatically backs himself through the door, and the doors close, locking, as Pumra ascends to the top of Cat's Tower. So, but they're like, well, hmm, we're going to have to find a way to get in there. He's like, ah, we can go through the exhaust pipes. But isn't that dangerous? Like, yeah, basically, if uh, Pumra here activates anything, like the, the lasers, anything, you could be dead. You could die. So Lionel's like, 
I'll go. And Tiger's like, well, honestly, I should probably be the one to go here. I literally built the place. I built this entire exhaust system. I know where it goes. And I can get to the command center much more quickly. I can make sure those lasers don't turn on. And I was like, oh, but I'm the leader. I'm the chosen one. So, of course, to end this disclaim, we've got Force Jaga from space. Decides to come out and pick, um, Lionel, no, no, no. Just, just let the wisdom and the experience do its thing here. You, you jumping in here would just be stupid and rash and just illogical. So it's like, okay, f he's like, okay, fine, dad. Gosh. But yeah. Lionel is once again struck down by Force Space Obi-Wan Jaga. But Tigra makes it into the lair. He goes to the, the exhaust pipes. You know, despite all of that. But literally, right, right before. And of course, Lionel uses the Sword of Omens to give him sight beyond sight. And he sees... He sees Tigra make it through, make it through the pipes and switch a bunch of levers right before Pumra turns on the laser beams. So luckily, nobody died. They're basically just big searchlights at this point. No death lasers, no nothing that would incinerate any of them upon touch. So yes. So, Lionel once again yells about hoes and projects a big old Thundercat logo into the sky. The eyes of the, of the cat's lair focus on it as it's a very lovely distraction. And Lionel in just channels his energy through the sword to just bash that, that uh, Thundercat symbol right into the eyes. And basically clearing out the lasers, forcing a feedback loop, and taking that out. But no, Pumra is not done yet. Now he summons demons from hell, basically. And this time it's in the form of something that very conveniently looks like Mothra from the Godzilla series. And it quickly attacks Panthro, who's trying to scale up the walls. Poor Panthro. But luckily, using his powers of invisibility, Tiger is able to get into the main command center and n at least knock out Pumra long enough for the remaining Thundercats to arrive and quickly outnumber him. He's outnumbered, he's outgunned, he's pretty much defeated. But Pumra, at this point, reveals himself to be Mumra. He makes grandiose gestures, swears his revenge, and escapes to his nether realm where he scurries away. He is safe. We go to some time later, perhaps even the next day, and then Thundercat's like, man, that guy was weird. He's like, well, 
we definitely learned we're going to need some uh, better security measures for our lair. And Lion Oak basically learns his lesson. He's like, man, yeah, I probably shouldn't have been so quick to want to include this guy that I didn't know. Literally just met. Yeah, I called him. You know, it was just too good to be true. His story was too good. Shouldn't have believed it. Yeah, Lionel, you definitely shouldn't have believed it. It's like, right. Yeah, I forgot. You're basically a child in a man's body. I forget. Lionel is like actually super. Lionel, I think, might actually be the youngest of the Thundercats. Uh, I'd have to rewatch the intro episode because th I, there's definitely a thing. He's like super young. He gets matured. And that's sort of the, the one of the running recurring themes about the series is like he's learning how to make these decisions, learning how to be a leader. But he's still basically a child. But he's the ch he's the child Neo. He's the chosen one. He's like he's like Muppet baby version of Neo from the Matrix. And it does get annoying. Just how he so headstrong, so all right, I got an idea, let's go. Doesn't think, doesn't do anything. He just jumps into things, sorta of blazing. Yeah. So that's kind of the downfall of Lion O. That's his character flaw. Is he's literally a child in a man's body. But I mean this episode wasn't bad. It was good. It was just kind of a there episode. But like like I said, I've got so many questions about Third Earth and what exactly is it? Is it Earth? Is it like in our past? In our future? Has is this like some world that's gone through like iterations of growth and development and destruction? Cause like this world is like very odd. It's like it's like, yeah. It seems like, you know, long time ago, galaxy far, far away kind of thing. And the Thundercats have like, you know, this advanced technology and space. It's like, like are, are the Thundarians like an offshoot of, of people that somehow got spliced with cat DNA? I don't know. I haven't seen the first couple episodes. Like, I know the first few episodes are like a multi-parter and probably fill in a lot of these details. So I may have to do that soon or rewatch that episode to get those episodes to get some more context for this because I get too many questions about the society. Oh, and there's so many issues with the first couple episodes like, oh, why are they naked? But yeah, no, we'll, we'll get into this eventually. But overall, this was this was a fine episode. Like, it's not like super out there. It's not like. Oh, you have to go, like, watch this immediately. It's fine. It It's passable. It had a good concept. But, like, once again, I think because it's so early in the series, I guess they don't know all of Mumra's tricks. I was like, really? Y'all really gonna... This guy named Pumra? Pumra. You're not even gonna question that it sounds like Mumra? Well, alright, I guess... It's like, do we really have to make our main characters so stupid to get a plot point across? Like, no, nobody thought of this at all. At all. 
It's like, I don't know. That kind of sounds like Mumra to me. You shut your mouth. You shut your cat mouth. Or I'll feed you the Carol effing Baskin. Oh, man. Oh, man. What if the Thundercats are like this weird failed experiment? Like some weird natural ev- progression of like the Tiger King Ranch? And like somehow there's like tigers and meth and genetic experimentation. I mean, this is the 80s, folks. Drugs are everywhere. So it's cocaine. So yeah, Tiger King meets cocaine meets genetic modifications. Okay, actually, I kind of want to watch that show now. So don't mind me. Wow. (coughs) But yeah. I mean, I got no other explanations. It, Tiger King very well could have led to the creation of the Thundercats. I mean, maybe Tiger cocaine genetic experimentation was like why the first Earth died or whatever. There's obviously a reason we have a third Earth. And maybe there was some Tiger genetic mutation drug mixture there that caused it, led to Th- you know, cat people. Now we have Thundercats. Uh, maybe that's the real villain. Maybe that's why Mumra's so angry. He he had he had to watch the Tiger King destroy the world. Whatever, Mumra. You 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 can't handle the Tiger King. You can't handle him. He's too much for you. So yeah, I think we'll end it on that note there. Uh, So this has been another episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Thanks for joining me as I ramble on about 80s cartoons and all sorts of weird nonsense that my brain thinks of when I record these shows at these weird, awful times of the night where I have to, where my brain doesn't think things right and then we get Tiger King leading into creation of cat people so yeah there's my weird theory for the week so yeah check us out on social media subscribe to the podcast leave us a rating or review and we'll see you next time folks